What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. And I've left a bloody thing on screen. Um, <laughs> as you can see, I, you know, the, the normal sort of host with the mostest has been replaced by a uh, well-shaven, well-groomed, better model, namely me, because Gav is away in Florida doing whatever. Um, but as always, like that stain in the carpet that you can never get rid of, he's always here, Nigel. How you doing, Nigel? I'm always there. Until I'm not. <laughs> Until I'm not. <laughs> That's deep. I know it's deep. <laughs> Thought-provoking. <laughs> That's the type of thing you tune in for. Um, how are you doing this week, Nigel? How are you doing? Yeah, it's right. It's, it's fucking hot. And uh, we don't have AC in this country. So you amazing. guys have had it... You guys have had it hotter than me. I have a wonderful AC unit, which I would die if I didn't have... I, I die when I get the power bill every month, especially at the moment. But um, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, I would, I still wouldn't change it. I still get the bloody aircon on, even if I, I have a bill. fan blowing in this direction. So if it gets picked up on the mic, that, uh, that's what it is, peeps. I've got a fan on because it is. It is in about thirty-five. Effing hot in the UK at the moment. It's it's hotter than it is here. And we, I mean, we got up to 34 today, but uh, Jesus, you guys are getting it. You're getting pummeled at the moment. We we went, um, it was 35 yesterday here where I live. So we went down south, only an hour drive, five degrees difference. It was, it was only 30. This is centigrade, by the way, for our friends in America. Centigrade, not Fahrenheit. Well, nicely. Uh, hi, hi, Bifford, by the way. How are you doing, buddy? He's very kindly, because Americans do do this. He's actually put it as 21 in New York. That's a bit cool for this time of year, isn't it, in New York? I thought New York could get quite warm. Although sounds... when I was in New York, it was December and cold. Um, sounds cold, so... to be honest. I, lo- yeah. I love New York. I didn't realise you were in New York. I love New York. Um, anyway, right, what we're we talking about today. Well, because because Gareth's away, we get to pick the subjects. Nigel, Nigel, in only a week, and this is impressive for Nigel, has seen the final of the Orville, so well done. Did you watch how many episodes of the Sandman did you watch? I actually watched three. I mean, right, so we can we can talk about the Sandman, that's really cool. And um because Nigel and me are are into sort of fantasy stuff far more than G is. We've got Lord of the Rings to uh, the, the Rings of Power to talk about because I want to get Nigel's opinion on this. I, I I have an opinion. I've been quite vocal on this. I want to show Nigel a few trailers and because the internet is such an amazing place, several memes that just make that trailer so much better. So I want to get Nigel's live reaction because I'm not sure if he's seen these memes or not, but they are fantastic. No, um, I haven't seen any memes. And we might even get into a bit of talk about the prequel to uh, Game of Thrones, because we are getting House of Dragon coming soon. Um, and I want to know if we're excited about that or not. So we'll get into that. But let's let's talk about the Orville first. So, Nigel, you have seen, you've caught up now, right? So yeah. do you agree with me? Because you sent me a message in the week, but I won't ruin it for the ladies and gentlemen. You, you agree that Bortus's better half was marginally redeemed. By that episode, the, right? The, yeah, the, I, the way the way I described it to you, after lit, literally, um, you know, where it was left to where it is now with him, um, on a scale of zero percent to a hundred percent, in my estimated 
estimation, he started quite low already before he did what he did with uh, Topa. And he went down to zero, mm. right? He was already really low. He redeemed after what he said to Topa and did him now, you know, he's renounced his entire world as well. He's gone to 30% redeemed out of 100. Did the, final, did the final episode make you laugh somewhat when he did his little bit in the middle of the sort of Elvis scene? Yeah. Yay for you! <laughs> that Yay made me you. giggle. The, the thing about uh, Borders, uh, this is what I think the whole thing has been... Mis- I, I understand there's been quite serious undertones of the whole, whole series, but the last episode really really brought me back to series one vibes hmm. where it just wasn't too serious and the fact that you got the pilot i've forgotten his name um oh, forgotten his name but he was asked to be best man and bought us just went i will do the job for you i am regarded as really funny yes and that was it that was he was doing it then he was like hang on a minute what does hmm. anyone else sort of t-? and then halfway through um it Bortus was told to do one and matey boy hadn't even prepared something and he was brilliant and it, did, although it was short and sweet did, it, did, it really brought that back i think my favorite moment of that and we mentioned it last week was was uh when i um isaac's uh wedding party turned up <laughs> it's the old time fucking game on fucking <laughs> yeah i had oh, expected was... it because you mentioned it but uh yeah I, uh, it was obvious as soon as he uh you know clicked and he was talking to prime he was like you you want all of us to come mm, yeah why not <laughs> okay I, I i i get why you 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 enjoyed this episode because you were never a trekkie so you came no. into this more for its sort of, I suppose, Family Guy vibes than anything else, because that that's what it is probably closest to it, in some ways. Yeah, it's almost well. I was never a big fan of Family Guy, but I I did watch it a little bit, you know, and I quite liked it. But yes, it is Family Guy in space, in a way. But take that take that aside. I did. Uh, I I watched all that um, episode and with everything going on in it and and actually the good vibes it had, I actually started YouTubing um, bloopers from the Orville just to... And, yeah, it's good fun. And then an interview with the guy who plays Isaac, which um, is is good because... Well, he's a British fella, I believe. Yeah, no, I know, I know. and yeah, it was it was actually uh, an interview of him before season three, so it, he was sort of hinting to what might happen and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it was a good one. I it did bring back my appreciation for the series. I respect why you you enjoyed that more. I mean, as I said last week, for me, because I you know my 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 parents brought me up on Lord of the Rings Trek. And things like that, and especially Star Trek, especially the, the original series replays on BBC Two when I was a kid. Then Next Gen, I was always a Trekkie, 
And when Trekkie was really good, it was thought-provoking and good. And that's what this season, The Awful, did for me. I get why you preferred the comedy side of it. But they did that with that final episode. And I, I, I thought that final episode was good. They did it with that final episode, but they didn't make it so slapstick. It was funny, no. but believable that the entire Kalon fleet would turn up. If it, yeah. it, it, it made, even in that, that sort of serious world they'd set in season three, that still made sense. And, and that's what I liked about it. And I'm hoping that this news that, 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 that the Orville is moving into Disney Plus all three seasons in the States, and it's already on Disney Plus here, and I believe it's on Disney Plus mm-hmm. with you guys. That's, how, that's um, where I watched it, Disney Plus. It's it's that that Disney will pick it up for a full season because it needs a full season. It needs a mixture of of funny episodes and serious episodes like they've done. I would very much like to see them try and film that novella because I think it's I think it's going to be one of the most memorable sci-fi episodes of anything if they can pull it off. Um, mm. But it, you possibly won't like it, but. I think from a from a sci-fi point of view, if they can film that and get it right, that will win awards because it, it's just such a unique and something that Trek never, ever did, even though that Star Trek had the holodeck. I won't ruin the novella for people who haven't, but I really suggest it. If you're not on Audible, sign up for a month. Audible's great anyway, and you get that novella for free. Um, so uh, it's is it it's an worth audio it. book? You say it is. It's read. It's read by the guy Bruce Bruce uh, what's his face who played Sheridan in Babylon Five, and genuinely, he's a really, really good narrator. Um, okay. But the story, it's clever. It's not funny, but it's very, very clever. Um, but well, I mean, overall, though, I mean, it was. If the show was to end, it ended on a a high. It ended on a good episode. It- it needed to air because it had been pretty dark. political and dark yeah. the whole thing up until the previous episode, um, and then the last. So the penultimate was on the path to getting better, and then, in my opinion, a lot of people love like you. You love the whole thing because of the way it was very sciencey and all very tricky. And I don't like that because I don't like Trek. Um, and the last one was back to how it, it just refreshed it for me. It really yeah, did. Fair. And that's what I liked about it. That's how I, I see this. I, I see it as a, a nice jovial program in space, just set in space. Hmm. The the only other sort of I say spacey type program. I watch is the Expanse with you guys, and that's that's quite hardcore. I think, um, in my opinion, that's quite yeah, but it's very, vastly different to Trek. It is. I mean, it, it it is almost. You could almost call it Game of Thrones on a freaking spaceships in the way that it deals with that sort of massive mm. level of politics and stuff. It's not. It, it I, it's it's not Trek. Um, but the thing is, because we've been starved of decent Trek, I kind of understand why Seth MacFarlane did it. Because, you know, he originally wanted to do bring back Trek. He was going to be, you know, and he he approached it, and they told him, "Don't you know you're you're the Family Guy writer? Fuck off!" And then he's gone and produced that, 
And I see, yeah, he's probably he's probably done that for season the start of season three through just to um to show oh, that ah. that was one big fucking middle finger to Paramount. Fuck you, you're you know you can't get it right over there. You you've gone too stupid with your you know you, you you're forcing your political views down everybody's neck, and it isn't Star Trek anymore. And you've lost the fan base, which they have. Um, you know, okay, arguably they've slightly bought it back with Strange New Worlds, but not not to the level that it should be. Not not no. when you look at it where, you know, where, and it's not like they haven't got a production over there. They just can't get it right with the writers. Whereas the Orville, which didn't have nearly the production values that any of the Trek shows have, looked better in places, right? looked more alive the ships weren't dark they're bright and shining and hopeful that series you know you can say what you like even in the darkest moments it had a sense of hope there was there was that hopeful spirit that ran through the whole of that season which is what trek had you know trek was serious and it dealt with serious shit but it was always hopeful it isn't anymore it's all about you know blah 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 but anyway i'm glad you enjoyed the final episode i really am yeah, I did, uh, and I sort of got. Um, I like the explanation episode for Kalon as to uh, yeah. why they're yeah. doing what they're doing because yeah, they they think like a machine, you know, eyes uh, ones and zeros, you know, this or this, and they're sort of learning that actually it's not this or this. I was quite sad that Charlie kicked the bucket uh, because mm. of what she did. However. She made the ultimate sacrifice and made them understand that actually they're not like their creators. So um, that paved the way for this, yeah. for this final yeah. episode. So it's, it, it, I, I think actually her, I liked her character quite a lot and she was um, brilliant in it. Definitely so, going to be a big hold, Phil. Yes, no, I agree. So. Let's move on to the Sandman. Uh, and before I get your view, let me. Let's, if you don't know what the Sandman is, if you've ever collected comics, if you're a comic book person, then you will have either heard or know the Sandman. It is one of those legendary comics. It's incredibly well illustrated. The the characters, all of the the seven sort of godly characters, were 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 after sort of pop stars as Gareth got right last year. So, you know, the devil is, was Bowie, very, very predominantly Bowie. Um, and I would have loved, loved to have seen Bowie in that role um, because he was so brilliant in the labyrinth. Um, but um, it's, they've tried to make movies out of it. They've done an audible, again, really good audible play on there. They find Netflix finally with Neil Gaiman, who wrote the original comic, have adapted it for TV, but with this being the modern day, they have, if you are, if you come into this fresh, which I know Nigel has, he's probably got a different view, or he was able to watch it. My problem was, I came to it from the comic, and to a certain extent, the Audible play, so I, you know, when they braced and gender swapped so many characters in it, I mean, it's not just one, it's it, it, it takes you away from the story because you're expecting, you know, the devil to be, well, male, you know, and if they'd been sensible, they would have cast Bill Nye to replace Bowie, just like um, 
what's it what's its face did the man that fell from earth did and that would have been genius casting but no they 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 cast what's the face big bird from game of thrones um and that just didn't work for me Um, i don't know i haven't uh got that far i think you are on the third episode so he's about to go to hell i think yes at the end he said that he was um going to go to hell and the new new raven who yes. has been uh, told to follow him about, and he's adamant he doesn't need a raven. Um, called Matt, incidentally. The raven's called Matt. Yeah. Um, I don't know what their purpose is or how they could possibly help. Uh, don't know. Don't know yet. How but are you, fi- how are you finding it? How are you finding it? Um, it was tricky to follow at the start, just hmm. because of what was going on and what the purpose of capturing whatever his fucking name is i don't know his name um the Mor- king Mor- of dreams morpheus. or whatever morpheus, morpheus. of course yeah. is morpheus um <laughs> the matrix references that by the way yeah so yeah the Ma- the matrix reference it references sandman that's where the morpheus partly came from because he kind of was in a way dreams well yes so, he was he was he mm. was the giver of dreams to mm. yeah you see how much this comic is in pop culture anyway carry on yeah I'd, yeah what i okay they captured matey boy the bloke with the glasses who has teeth as teeth as eyes weird um told him to encase him in glass otherwise he won't you know uh, when he's awake he'll be able to uh, you know get out easily um don't let anyone sleep while they're in in his area blah 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 and then also the person who captured him the grand major or whatever um has a son who he clearly hates because he's not the other son and that son knows it and yet still goes he obviously does whatever his dad tells him to do in order to please him however never pleases the dad in what at what point does that kid go well i'm going to just stop doing what he's asking me to do because it doesn't matter what i do it at no point even after the dad is dead he continues to do what he's asked of by his dad that made zero sense to me well it's because, because he it killed would the... have been it, 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 i think it, it, it it's more clearly defined in the comic it's because he killed the raven and he was frightened because morpheus wouldn't talk to him what would happen if morpheus escaped this wasn't on uh, the audible book even better describes his his the, the first episode doesn't do a very good job of the setup because, I mean, I don't know if you picked up, but they weren't trying to capture Morpheus. They were trying to capture Death. Because Death yeah. has the ability to bring back um, bring back the, the loved son. Um, when he, he goes down to talk, and he's about to rebel there, and ends up killing the raven. And it's at that point that, that his loyalty has changed because he's fearful of what Morpheus will do because he killed the raven that's why the tv didn't do a very good job of explaining that no i don't understand why he went down there to kill the raven in the first place because 
again, his dad being an absolute twat. Again, regardless of how good the lad has done up until, you know, still treats him with complete disregard because he's simply not the other boy. And yet he still went out of his way to try and kill the raven when he did Even when he killed the raven, the dad was an asshole to him for killing the exact thing that he told him to kill. Hmm. Uh, you know, I, 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 I did I, not I, understand that lad's motivation to do any single thing his dad asked him to do. Don't understand it at all. I think it's it's better defined in the comic, but I, I can see I, I see what you mean from the TV the TV episode of it. Um, the, 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 I mean, I, I don't know where you're at because the first few so episodes he, are quite difficult to get get into, but it gets better. Yeah, trust the, me. The second episode um, did get a lot better. I think he gets out and he goes back to his realm mm. and uh, finds it's a crumbling wreck and uh, all that sort of uh, jazz. It was only 37 minutes, so it was a lot. Well, say 37, including credits. So it was a lot shorter to get through. And then after that, he's trying to get his things back. Mm. His ruby, his sand, and his mask. He's mm. trying to get those back. Um, and then he, he enlists the uh, the help of Constantine, who I recognise from Doctor Who. Well, if that's yeah, the right so one. I'm going to let you into something. Now, did you... Did you it's Clara, watch... right? Yeah, it's Clara, but it's not Constantine. It's meant to be John Constantine, right? So the character that you saw in some of the, the DC TV series is like the Green Arrow, the Flash and Legends. It's meant to be him, right? right? Because this is set, or the comic is set in the DC universe. So when the Sandman's right. going around, Batman, Superman, all of those DC superheroes exist alongside John Constantine. Right, so this was the thing. Don't get me wrong; I quite I like Jenna Col Coleman. I, I I think some people didn't like her in Doctor Who. I liked Clara. Sorry, sorry if that's I did. Um, piss off a few people, but I liked Clara. What annoyed me was I was again expecting to see John Constantine because that there is no fucking Joanna Constantine. It's John Constantine, and Neil, you wrote that bloody comic, so you know. Yeah. But having said that, she was okay. But you gender swap her and then you make her a lesbian. Even though, and, and, and here's the thing. The girlfriend is the same one as in the comics that John comes back from. <laughs> so, so we're only gender swapping certain things yes. to hit a narrative? Yes. But... It gets better as you do. Have you did you see the Cain and Abel scene? The Cain and Abel scenes were, were well done, and and quite well cast. Oh, is uh, the Cain and Abel one? Is that the two brothers? Yes, Cain and Abel. So yeah. they've got the dragon or the gargoyle thing. Yes, the dream. Um, gargoyle is a dream, and cons not cons uh, Morpheus goes to take that dream to get himself some power back. Yeah. To enable him to then go, and at first I didn't, I didn't really understand why the brother kept killing. 
um, the other brother just for the smallest little thing. L- literally, he called the baby egg. Do you, do you know the significance? Or whatever, and then no. Do you know who? Do you know who Cain and Abel are? So in the Bible, I've, they committed right. the first. He murdered his brother. So and it's the first murder. So it's 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 a it's a biblical reference. So um, that's he did that's say a, in the. In the third episode, I think he said, you know, he was talking to the little green goblin thing. Um, green goblin. He was talking to the gold uh, gargoyle. Goldie. Um, yeah, Goldie. He was talking to him, saying, it's not. It's in his nature. He can't help it. I'm the first victim. He's the first murderer. It just happens. And he goes, mm. and he, and then he goes no, don't worry. It's before lunch. He never kills me before lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then when he did come back, you know, and the egg was there, he walks in and he goes, thanks for murdering me and burying me in a, a shallow grave this time, brother. So how many times has this happened? Without uh, going into spoilers, it has the guy that played Lupin in the Harry Potter movies in an important role. And there is an episode, very sort of horror-y, horror-y psychological yeah. episode coming up. He is utterly brilliant in that episode. I see, I yeah, I was, brilliant. I was trying to place him, actually, um, the actor, because the mum who stole the stuff from Morpheus when she was running away from the high priestess. High priestess? He might as well be. He was wearing a dress. And got away, took those bits, and it kept her alive. That's what she said. Um, and somehow she's got this other medallion, which she passes on. She may let slip that she was, what, 120 years old, something like that. Um, So, yeah, it was interesting that she had this thing, and it actually, she was, uh, not was she attacked by the bloke with teeth as eyes? I've forgotten what his name is, but the one with glasses who wears them even in the picture. He black. is a nightmare that Morpheus, he is the nightmare, the ultimate nightmare that Morpheus created in order to be like this, as I said, the ultimate nightmare. Unfortunately, the ultimate nightmare rebelled and that's what's happening. But Morpheus created him. Hmm. Okay. He comes back in a really good way towards the end and uh, in a clever way as well. Well, I like, I like, interaction so his mum has got the son in a mental hospital and uh passes the thing over to protect him um and she was just saying just give him back to him and he'll be fine i was just thinking why doesn't she well actually he stole it from her so she didn't know where he stole the dream yeah so um i mean he was going yeah but he'll do this to me we don't know what he'll do to me blah 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 it's like all you need, I would have thought you'd just say to him, I took it from them so they couldn't use it and I kept it safe for you. Here you are. Would Morpheus do anything to him then? Maybe not. I don't know. But that wouldn't make a good story, would it? So, uh, I don't know. Keith is dirt faced. Uh, so he's he's not here anymore. Or is it me? I cannot tell. 
but it looks like Keith has lost internet, which is wonderful. Listeners on the... Uh... I'm back. Oh, he is back. What? My Wi-Fi dropped out. Sorry. So I switched to my phone. Yeah, I was just, uh, I was talking and I realised actually you've uh, you've dirt-faced and I didn't know if it was me or you. Turns out it was you. So It was me. You and your fan-dabby-dozy internet. In fairness, it hasn't dropped out for a long while, but it's... Uh, nah, it's only when we do this. Trip. Yeah, it's really annoying. Um, anyway, you were saying about her um, and uh, Keith is bad. <laughs> Yeah, Keith is back. But no, I was just, uh, yeah, I was thinking um, it wouldn't make a good story if they did follow through with her initial uh, line to him was saying, just give it back to him. But you'd, I'm interested to see what happens when he goes to hell because somebody in hell has got the helm. So, um, again, without going into spoilers, there's a reference in there that comes back. If they do a second season, it's definitely coming back. Um... I I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna generalize now because I actually you should watch it because it gets a lot better. Um, as I said, there's a fantastic episode with him in it, which is a real horror episode. It was it was one one of the better issues of the comic, and it was very very well done on 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 screen. The next episode we meet Death, and this. I th- if Gareth, if he was here, would say, I, I suspect Gareth would say the episode I just referred to, the horror episode, was his favourite. It's a toss-up between that one and the next one for me because the, the, the death episode, again, great in the comics. I actually really enjoyed the te- televised version of it, um, partly because uh-huh. it was well cast. Um, all I, I'll, give you, I'll give you a high-level thing of it. Um, you, you get to meet death and... Death was race-swapped, but it didn't really matter because I was already used to it. Actually, the actress they found to play Death was very good, quite hot as well. Um, and um, you get a flashback to sort of like seven, eight hundred years prior, and she has a bet with Morpheus that, you know, that she believes in humanity. Death is quite an upbeat, wonderful person, which is really cool. Um, and she has a bet with Morpheus that... If humans could live forever, they would go insane. So they Morpheus picks somebody, and in just to go into the sort of high level thing is that they they they, they he he makes a, a deal with the, the human that he picks that they will meet in this bar every hundred years, and it's generally a very good episode. Um, and the guy that was was cast in the role was really really good. Um, and then the next few episodes kind of kick back to the main sort of story arc of this TV series. So like the first six episodes are kind of anthology episodes. So they, they follow like the, the sort of single issues of the comic, but then the arc kicks in. You kind of get an inkling of the arc at the beginning when you see, when you, you, they, they give you the sort of stuff about the sleeping where, when, when Morpheus is captured, somebody gets you know, doesn't wake up again, right? That is really, really important, and it comes back in. And again, very well cast, actually. I quite enjoyed it. Um, Stephen Fry turns up, quite well cast. 
Um, and whereas I was quite anti this last week, by the end of it, I actually did quite enjoy it. I was taken out of it because of this gender swapping stuff, and it still annoys me because it does take you out of it if you're a lover of the comics. And, and, and you know, those comics mean a lot to a lot of people. If you're a comic book... Oh, I've lost him now. Nigel's gone now. So, uh, we're having all sorts of problems today. But anyway, Nigel is back. <laughs> um, and uh, um, just, just to let you know, oh, Keith, I've realised... Yeah. Realised uh, you've decided to change your name to Gareth. Ah, it's because I've come back in. Well, you know, I'm a better model. Um, <laughs> um, it's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll never look this good. Um, <laughs> uh, come on, Biffa. Where's Nigel's bad? Come on. Come on. You know. <laughs> Love melon. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but I, I, I actually, by the end of this, quite enjoyed it. Um and it's one of the better things that's been on Netflix this year. So I'm gonna um, uh, keep watching. I'll, I might watch. Do it. Like I'll see if I can watch one a day. And but it's a, it's not a huge amount to no, uh, it, huge it, amount of episodes. So it should be all it, right. It, it generally gets better. Um, and yeah, it generally gets better. And it, it has kind of left me. Morpheus was very well cast. The devil wasn't, but actually death was. Um, I think they missed a beat by not casting Tom Ellis as the devil, because I think that's how they would have got around it. Um, I wish they'd done that. Um, maybe they couldn't get the rights, I don't know. But I would love to have seen Tom Ellis back as the devil. Um, and, you know, Mazakin, because that is where... The, again, the, 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 the um, Lucifer that we see on TV came from the Sandman. It was a spin-off of the Sandman. So, you know, this was set prior to Lucifer going up into the thing because, again, Lucifer Morningstar, Mazakin by his side, all came from the DC comic, which was a spin-off of the Sandman. So it, this, this comic has its tentacles and, and it influences far more than a lot of people realise if you don't know what it is. But um, mm -hmm. I, I genuinely enjoyed it. Um, there is, if you are, if you are a comic book fan of the Sandman, watch beyond the end credits. Even when the Netflix auto thing tells you to um, skip on, ignore it. This is a comic book only thing. It's not a, a deleted. It's not a cut scene Marvel style thing. But I'll let you into a secret. Neil Gaiman managed to persuade the original artist to come back. And there are some comic book brand new um, single panes uh, illustrations at the end of it. And they're, they're beautiful. So um, if you're a lover of the art of the Sandman, which I am, and I have got the, the issues, well, well worth taking a look at that because he, he retired. So to come back and do that is quite a big thing if you're a comic book thing. So it's nice. So it's well worth it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Nigel, have you seen the trailer for The Rings of Power? Uh, I think so. I'm I gonna... think we have. All right. I'm going to play the first couple of seconds because I, 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 we might get a strike. I'm hoping we don't, but we, but I am going to play the first few seconds because I want it illustrates something, right? So, 
uh, where have we got it? Uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Here we go. So, take us back. You you do need to share whatever you're oh, looking shit. at. Well, you see, you see, when you do it on 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 the other one, it automatically pops up. Um, right here we go. So, there we are. Are you ready for some severe member berries? There was a time when the world was so young. Member berries. There had not yet been a sunrise. But even then, there was... Right, that, that yeah, I think is all we can really get away with, right? Now, if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, sounds like Lord of the Rings. I mean, and it is, it's Howard Shaw. He's back to do the theme. Don't get excited. He's not doing all the music. He's going to do the theme. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what is called a member berry. Now, mm. Nigel, are you excited for this? Not really. Thank you, because I'm going to take a massive dump on it. Sorry, Biffa. Um, but, um, right. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't mind the films. The films were all right. Um, I watched The Hobbit. But I, I know there's been further Hobbit films, which I haven't got around to watching. Maybe one day I will. But I've, I've never been um, a big fan of it. Although I liked it, the films, the original films, though I've liked them, I always wondered why Gandalf, being a wizard, does literally zero magic in uh, this whole thing. Okay, all right, okay, that's the... He does do magic, but um, <laughs> what he whispers I, to okay. a fucking moth. Without, I can says, sit here for an hour. Hang on. Pass. I will sit here for an hour if you want and talk to you about the origin of wizards in Lord of the Rings because I'm a massive Tolkien fan. My parents, mate, I've read these books, God knows how many fucking times. Right, I've read the appendices, I've read the Sumerian. Uh, before I am a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Okay, yeah, I, I read the books. I read the books because fan. I I quite liked the films and. So I read the books, and I was um, I got caught up on the books before the final film came out, and I was massively disappointed with how the film portrayed the end of the books. Yeah, uh, because they didn't do it. Are you talking about sacking of the Shire? They, yeah, he just didn't hmm. didn't do that. Um, nothing. I was expecting it, you know, but nothing. You know, um, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. The trailer gives to me nothing away. I don't know what it's about. I'll watch it. It, it might the, be interesting. The problem I have, and Biffo, answer me this: Have you seen all like the Amazon bullshit around this? Um, have you have you witnessed any of this, or are you coming into this fresh? Because I'm interested. Because it's here's something, right? Peter Jackson. When Peter Jackson made made Lord of the Rings movies and you, you can say what you like about the movies he put up on there. Personally, I love them. You have to watch mm. the extended editions with all the fucking vlogs that he did to understand why he didn't do the sacking of the Shire and as much as I would have loved to have seen it, his explanation makes sense. Right? Um, but you have to you to get it. But he said, look, we are making Tolkien's um I'm not talking about the 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 nerd erotic stuff, uh, Biff. I'm 
uh, I'm actually talking about the Amazon stuff, like the, the, the super fan stuff and what I'm about to show you um, in a second. Um, but, you know, Peter Jackson said, look, we are making this for Tolkien. We are not putting our own views into this. We're not putting our own politics into this. This is what Tolkien wrote. We're adapting it to film, but we're not going to put our, our own views into this. We are putting Tolkien on screen. Whereas the creators of The Lord of the Rings go, we're modernizing it and we're putting in today's sensibilities. Alarm bells, <laughs> right? Then you have fucking Gladriel on the front of Entertainment Weekly posed like a man, literally legs wide apart with just a piece of chainmail sort of gently over her lady bits, right? But blatantly male part. News to you, Gladriel was never, ever a warrior. It's nowhere in the fucking appendices that she is. But anyway, that, you know, and uh, I can go into why Numenor isn't there and why the queen that you see is a thousand years apart from where we are. But anyway, um, and this is not me getting this from Nerd Erotic. This is me knowing the, 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 you know, all the appendices because I studied the fuck out of them. Um, so anyway. Then Amazon put this up the other day on entertainment, and this is this is something to behold. So let me um, let me share this, <laughs> and then I'm going to show you the memes because the memes are amazing. Um, right, this is a Chrome tab. Okay, there's no audio to this. Nigel, tell me what you think after watching this. <laughs> well, you'll have to share it first, mate. I'll have... bloody thing. Hang on. Keith, I'd never think that you were into technology. Look, I'm used to streams doing things the way to do it. Right, here we go. Right. Okay, we'll try that one again. Right, I can see a webpage with a lady with a sword. That's Gladriel. New character. Is that a dwarf? Not hobbits. Hobbits. Is that a hobbit? I don't know. Yeah, what the hell is going bit, on with her? It's I mean, all a bit what? juttery. Yeah, it's it's not. It's it's decided to die. Stupid bloody thing! Hang on, try that again. So, what is all of that then? This is this is well, this is this is Lord of the Rings. These are the characters that are going to be in the Rings of Power, but the, 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 it, it's just it, so the Rings of Power. Are they based this this series? Is it based around the same time as Frodo? No. Samwise? So, Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit take part in the sort of third age of the um, uh, third age of Middle Earth, right? Yeah. This is set kind of at the beginning of the Second Age, so this is like thousands of years before. <laughs> well. It looks like Keith has managed to uh, not just close, not just close his uh, uh, his what he was sharing, but he's also closed his entire browser. So he's left the stream again, people. Like I said, he's really good at this technology stuff, considering he's an IT guy. Hmm. So I was just explaining to everybody how great you are at IT. Yeah, I think you close the browser for everything and not just stop sharing. Um, it, it, the chat decided to become enlarged. I hate Melon. Um, <laughs> literally I hate rubbish. Um, literally but, rubbish. Um, anyway, so, so this is 
this is set at the beginning of the second age and it's about eventually won't happen in the first season by the way the forging of the rings right now they... when was the rings so in the second age the rings were forged were they yes essentially okay. the Sumerian. so there's texts that tolkien wrote that that kind of cover it right but this entire season this entire series is based on like 20 pages of text right and the, and, and 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 the key here is uh, you know it, it's adapted <laughs> from tolkien's thing and and the problem is what worries me is like every time you see the cast like you know interviewed they're not going oh it's amazing to work on this this thing's going to be amazing the the, the the woman that looks like a weird you know dwarf she's not a dwarf by the way she's meant to have a beard um you know the, the all she can bang on about right it's not how amazing the series is it's the fact that she i me am the first black female dwarf and it's you watch every interview it's the first thing she talks about me 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 right and 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 hobbits by the way do not exist at that point in the thing they've not even come to middle earth they are they are non-existent there are no such thing as little people but because they don't have the rights to call them hobbits right they're called halfers so they're the hobbits non-hobbits hobbits why can't they call them hobbits because they don't own the rights dude Dude, when you actually see what they've got the rights to, it's it's ridiculous, right? Um, how could you do? How could you do a story about Lord of the Rings without well, what was the again, main part of the story in the first? Well, the Hobbits weren't didn't actually exist at that point. Um, I mean, there were there were there were people that were beginning to dwell along the riverside that were small in stature. But mm-hmm. they weren't yet hobbits, right? I mean, even I mean, Gollum was right. a the Gollum who, who 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 the the creature that became Gollum or Gollum was, and you see that was one of the river folk, which were sort of the predecessors or sort of ancestors, or you could obviously sort of spin off of hobbits, in effect. Um, mm-hmm. But. Um, Anyway, we're going deep into this, but anyway, so that was like this really cheesy thing, right? But the internet is amazing. So let me share with you with this, because this, this is awesome. Um, Are you going to click the right buttons this time, Keith? I am, I am. So let me share with you, because this one actually has audio. It's amazing. Uh, um, Let me go here, and then I have to go back to the other tab again, and... Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I don't honestly get arrested. This portion is sponsored by Oil of Olay. Basically, basically they are right. implying that it looks very soap opery um, and, and feels like a very sort of 80s cheesy American I thing, mean, which is exactly what it is. So, and then some other guy did this one, which, which again, did make me giggle. Um, let me... 
bring this one up, Chrome tab. I can't, um, uh, I can't share Bilfer's comment here, but he's saying Amazon is smart. They learned lessons from Game of Thrones and will give us a better product. Potentially. <laughs> if it's any better than... You can't get worse than the last season of Game of Thrones. I will, I will so, say this to you, uh, Biff. If, if the plot that is out there is anything to go by, and the scene where basically um, Elrond is, is, I mean, you see a bit of it in the trailer. God, if, again, if this scene is anything to go by, you're going to go, because basically Elrond mansplains to Gladriel. <laughs> And 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 that you know the you know don't don't be a silly woman going out there fighting. You need to come home and have babies. Seriously, Elrond, <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know a huge amount about Lord of the Rings, so um, well, Elrond I don't know was if not... this is going to be well received or not. I will uh... lay money. I will lay. I will have a little bet with you, Biffa here. The first episode of Lord of the Rings will be the most streamed, probably the most watched thing of anything. It will beat Stranger Things. It will beat everything. It will also have the largest drop-off you have ever seen. Um, and as much as I don't subscribe to Nerdorotic and all that that much these days because they have to make videos that hate on shit because that is their brand now. They are they've they've put themselves into a corner, and you know the day that that all this woke bollocks nonsense stops in Hollywood, they're gonna all be out of jobs. <laughs> um, but on this, Amazon have done enough and said enough, and these show creators have said enough for me to be seriously seriously concerned. That the Lord of the Rings fan in me really 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 hopes i'm wrong but i think this is going to go from the most watched sh stream show to one of the least watched stream shows because i think that, that there's enough little things in that trailer that just make me go god god and these cheesy shit that they keep releasing and that super fans fucking videos oh god if you'd seen that you'd cringe um yeah like all these things keith i'm i heard it was being done and i've stayed away from all the bullshit and i'll watch it uh, you know if it pops up i might you know in my feed and whatnot i might catch something here or there but i don't go actively looking for articles or see no i don't on this program um and i'm i don't really care for it I, I, so I, once once it's out and it's released i'll have a watch if i like it i like it if i don't then i won't watch anymore you know, it's one of those things. I'll probably give I it three episodes, though. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love the fact that they've got Howard Shaw back. But it, it, it's just... Uh, it's all the promotional stuff that keeps coming out, and it's it, it's everywhere. So it's kind of like hard to ignore if you read sort of entertainment websites and stuff. Um, I don't. And it's... Whoever's doing the marketing needs to be fired because it's really bad. Um, I haven't seen any marketing for this. I've seen the trailer, and that is it. It's the mo one of the most ratioed trailers on YouTube. <laughs> it's 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 quite bad. Oh look again, 
watching that latter trailer, you do get the feels. You've got the Howard Shaw music there. You've got the 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 you, you've got what looks like uh, what's its face in the background. You've got the tree. That there is definitely a lot there. But the showrunners, when they're interviewed, have said enough for me to be concerned. That that's what I'm saying. Um, Amazon don't, know, don't play play games. Amazon showed Star Trek Picard. Amazon is owned by Jeff Bezos, who who fires himself into space in a giant penis, <laughs> um, or to the edge of space, because he's not an astronaut. But that's another matter. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, can't look at both in correlation. I know, so but I I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm all right. Yes, I'm keen to see what they do. I'm keen to see what story could possibly be told for the second age um maybe it's to to lead up to the creation of the one ring and the seven whatevers if, i don't know i don't this, know what the story is going to be if this turns out to and, and and i am purposefully i'm going to watch this i'm purposefully turning off youtube when it comes out because i do not want to be sort of you know because there's going to be a lot of videos of hate. They've already made the videos, and I know they have, because even if they like it, they're going to hate it. I will be honest. If it's really good, right? And and I've come back on here, because last week I slated the Sandman, and I've come back on here this week, and I've said, actually, you know what? I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, Paramount produced it, but Amazon showed it. Um, <laughs> oh, you can't... <laughs> Just because the company showed the program, you can't I will blame say, the I will, company that showed I, it. I will say this, as much because I don't like Jeff Bezos, and I really do not like Jeff Bezos. Keith, in that, in that respect, it's your fault for having it on your TV, because you showed it on your TV. Yeah, yeah, right, With that enough. same logic. Um, yeah, you're fair enough. Um, I will say this, that actually I've enjoyed a lot more on Amazon this year than I have done on Netflix. I, you know, they had, um, what's his face? Um jack reacher which is fucking awesome um that was amazon produced and it was very very good um the the recent thing that with uh what's his face um bloody star lord in it i've started watching that and so far that's been very very good um in actual fact 13 lives which is about the 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 cave um thing here fantastic film um yeah I haven't that seen that yet, but I will watch it's it. Really, really good, and it's quite close to what actually happened. Um, yeah. Well, my favourite thing so far to watch this calendar year or this past year has been Jack Reacher, and that's that on Amazon. Very, it was very. That has good. been my favourite thing to watch this entire past year. I'll give you. It, it, it was certainly very. I very. I very much enjoyed it. I watched I, the first episode of it. Because I, I, I just flicked through and I'm like, oh, oh, that's not Tom Cruise. I'll watch that. And then I watched the first episode and I told my wife, which goes, oh, but you've already seen the first episode. I went, I'll watch it again. I really like it. And so I watched it again. I didn't spoil a thing. And she went, right, let's watch the next one. And for my wife to go, let's watch the next one straight away. That's a good series. And I'm I... I, out of any program. That's the series two that I'm waiting for. I'll give you a tip. That is the thing I'm waiting for. Definitely, definitely watch 13 Lives um, Mm -hmm. on Amazon. Watch that first. 
then go on Disney Plus, watch The Rescue, which is the National oh, Geographic documentary, isn't it? Documentary on it. Um, mm-hmm. And then watch how just how brilliant. And I, I, you know, no, it's unfair. Watch how brilliant the performances of Vigo Mortensen and Colin Farrell really are. Those guys really fucking nailed the characters that mm-hmm. they are playing. And I mean, really fucking nailed them. Um, and actually, it, interestingly, it's really them doing all the diving. And I, I respect that because I couldn't do that. But the, the documentary is amazing, but it's worth watching the film first. The film is very good. It, it misses a few things out because it's only a two-and-a-half-hour film. But mm-hmm. um, the documentary yeah, yeah, yeah. covers one interesting fact in the fact that had one of those kids died, God forbid... Mm-hmm. those guys could have ended up getting arrested and shoved in the Bangkok Hilton for a very long time. Why? Um, Thai justice, the judicial system. They'll, they'll explain it in the... Yeah, <laughs> don't get me started. Um, but um, So because yeah. the kids put themselves in a impossible situation where had somebody not gone in to save them, they would have died... If someone's gone in to save them and one of them died anyway, the person who's gone in to save you them want, as gets prosecuted. Why oh would yeah, anyone go wife, in to save anyone? My wife was absolutely livid when she watched that. But actually, a lot of the detail was never given to the news. Hell, a lot of the detail was never given to the parents, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the way they got those kids out you speak to any anesthetists, right? They had a very little chance of surviving and no anesthetist in his right fucking mind would have done what they did. And the only reason they did it is because they literally had no other choice. Um, yeah, it's worth the film. The film kind of shows it. The documentary goes into it in, in, in quite a lot of detail. It's fascinating. Um, and Netflix have got something coming out next month which I think is also going to be good because the one thing that the the film and the, the the documentary don't do is they don't do it from the perspective of the kids because actually, you know, these cave dive rescuers were amazing and what those guys did and, you know, these fucking old guys turning up when you've got all these tiny Navy SEALs on plate, these guys, Navy SEALs, special fucking forces, right? And these old guys come up and get to the fucking bottom of this cave that the Navy SEALs guys couldn't get down. And it, again, it goes into why these old guys could do it and these other guys couldn't. Um, no one's done it from the perspective of the kids and the coach who actually kept these kids alive in a fucking cave in pitch black with no fucking food for 11 fucking days. Power of meditation, yeah. people. Um, it's incredible. It's well worth watching. But we've 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 digressed. But it's my tip of the week: watch Thirteen Lives, watch The Rescue. It's called on Disney Plus. Really yeah. good. Um, but what yeah. we we should we've we talked about Game of Thrones. So have you seen how you've seen House of Dragon trailer? Are you going to watch this? Because bearing in mind, season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> It's put me off big time. And uh, when I say big time, I'm to the point where I, I couldn't even care less that they're making a series about the Targaryens. Mm. Honestly, don't. I don't care 
honestly. Mm-hmm. I'll, I might watch, uh, if I've got nothing uh, else to watch and I'm do you, do you uh, know, a bit bored, I might watch one. The, the only reason that I'm going to watch the first episode, that I'm even going to bother to giving it a go, there is one reason. It's got Matt Smith in it. And I kind of, you know, I like Matt Smith. You know, he's been given our time. He's he's been in a he's been you know he was dropped out of Star Wars kind of mostly. He was he he was you know he was in the what's his face movie um, Morpheus movie and he was quite good in that, but the movie was dreadful. Um, yep. And the thing is, he's a very good and talented actor. And if you'd seen him in The Crown, he was absolutely fantastic in that. So I feel, feel uh, sorry for him. So I'm going to watch this just to support Matt Smith. <laughs> that, 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 yeah, I'm sticking might, to it. I I'd forgotten he was in that, so I might. Uh, yeah, I like Matt Smith. Um, yeah, the, I, I actually watched Morpheus when I was on my on the cruise with my my lad. I, get, but I, I we'll, don't know. We'll, if I, I watch it. I don't know if I've ever spoken about this on 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 the show, but you know, as a kid, my mum was obsessed with dragons. Right. Uh, she would draw them. She would mother. She she loved dragons. So I it kind of lot. Some of it rubbed off on me. There is a scene in that trailer. See, this is why I like Shang Chi because I loved the fucking dragon, right? And I know if my mum was still here today, she would have been fucking like a giddy school kid with that dragon because that dragon in Shang Chi is awesome. Um, anyway, there's a there's a scene in that trailer where it's pitch black and a fucking dragon just comes out of the pitch black. And it's just the head of this beautiful dragon. You're just like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. Right. So that, that, that kind of baited me a bit. It, it, it did bait me a bit. And, and I was like, okay, I will prob, I will watch it. Even though I do not want to st- support George R. Martin, because where's the fucking book? Um, <laughs> mic blowing out again. Um, but I will You're not. You'll yeah, not know, get I, a book. Oh, until, I'm well aware of that. Until they stop making any sort of series about Game of Thrones. I don't know how well it's going to do. Um, I will laugh if it does better than Lord of the Rings. Um, well, here's but... the thing. Anybody who didn't like the last series of Game of Thrones will go into watching this series with such low expectations. If it exceeds that low expectations it's a plus and people you, might you, like it more than you think you might have a point I, I mean the thing is right even though lord of the rings or rings of powers had a lot more money spent on it you watch that trailer and you see the armor and everything in that kind of looks better <laughs> um certainly if you if you're going on trailers kind of looks better um you know the, the hobbit you know the people look like they actually live in that age uh, whereas that Hobbit, not Hobbit girl looks like she just, you know, got off the Gold Coast of Brisbane, which is where she's from. Um, and she looks like it as well. Whereas these guys actually are like white and pale faced and look like they lived well, in the Middle Ages. And the armor looks kind of cool. Bring up uh, Bilfer's latest last uh, message here. He's saying Amazon has resources and access to the world-class storytellers and filmmakers. They spent $250 million for the rights and spend $1 billion on the production. Power of the Rings won't fail. I... You've heard it here, folks. You see, right, I, Bilfer, I, I, if I, I, I'm going to counter-argue that slightly. Right. Look at Star Trek. That has an amazing production. I mean, 
look at Star. You, all of those shows look fantastic. Had a lot of money spent on them. They're not good, right? Amazon have spent an awful lot of money on this. Um, but I'm telling you that listening to what those showrunners are saying, watching the interviews on them, they are saying things that worry the hell out of me. Now, look, I'm not saying if it's great, I will be the first person to hear to go, great. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I want this to be good, right? But I've seen enough, unfortunately, of what these showrunners are saying to make me go ding, 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 because of the the, the, the current age that we're living in. Um, and that scares me. It's like Gareth and me were like, you know, on one respect, excited that Babylon 5 were coming back and then suddenly went, yeah, yeah, not now. You know, any of our favorite shows, if they announced now that we're coming back, the only thing that I'd be excited for right now is the Orville because I know it's been right. good. Yeah, so on, on the money thing, you can spend a lot of money on something, but if you don't spend it in the right areas and get the right people working in those areas, it could be a lot of wasted money to try and get something to where it should have been with less money well time will tell i'm hoping it is good because i could do with seeing a good lord of the rings series that would be nice but i i I don't have an opinion either way i just want it to be a decent story i don't i don't i don't care about the politics side of things i just want it to have a good story and we've always said it i hope that the people have been chosen to be in the in the program because they're the best person for the job and the best actor for the job because that's the story they want to tell and that person's perfect for the role that's all i hope if that's the case and the story's good and it flows and it looks nice great i'm all for it we'll see i'm hoping that's the case you can't spend that much money and be completely wrong, can you? It, it, it could. <laughs> can you? Yeah, you can. I mean, what was that Kevin Costner film, which was the most expensive movie of all time Waterworld? at the time? Yeah, was you know had had like a really good cast, Dennis Hopper, you know, and it was shit. <laughs> I, yeah, I um, tried watching that again not too long ago, actually, uh, probably about a couple of years ago, and I thought, oh, you know, I'm a bit older now, maybe I'll appreciate it. No, I got halfway through and turned look, it off. Look, shit. I wish... I, 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 look, Biffa, I, I cannot dispute anything that you're saying here. You are correct in everything that you say. I, I, I've just seen enough that worries me. I don't like the look of the Hobbits, not Hobbits. Love Lenny Henry. Um, kind of looking forward to seeing him in this. I don't like the actress that plays the the black female dwarf because that's all she bangs on about. Um, and sorry, dwarfs are meant to have beards. I don't like a lot of what they're saying, and that worries me. It re- it really genuinely does because Lord of the Rings is very very close to my heart. It was my mum's pa- one of my mum's passions. It it you know it was one of the the books that I read. We truly loved those films. They were the last films that we all went to see as a family religiously um, and sat in front watching the extended editions. I mean, you know, there's a lot of emotion for me around Lord of the Rings. It, it is, it is more than just a story for me. Um, I want this to be good. I, I genuinely do. Um, 
I just I have a feeling it's not going to be, and I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I really I, I I do hope I'm wrong. I really do. I'm not one of these people that that you know wants to hate for the sort of hate. We we very much in the last year have been trying not to do as much hate stuff. Gareth has actively been trying to cover stuff that we're positive about. Um, and you know this is why we bang on about things like the Orville because we all you know we're, we've all been quite positive about that but look if it turns out to be really good I'll be on here banging on about how good it is every week and and it doesn't matter who agrees with me or not but we'll have to see um I, I, I I'm gonna watch House of Dragon I'm gonna give it a go um I get HBO here so I will give that a go when it comes um uh Biffo, you, you've seen 13 Lives. Go and check out The Rescue now because I think that will interest you if you enjoyed 13 Lives. Um, we might try and get up there in at, at the winter, so I might try and do a vlog up there. Well, as long um, as you don't to, go in the caves and get lost and need rescuing, Keith, because uh, well, sorry, mate, by, I don't think they'll when be we use the same techniques for you. When, when we go <laughs> to get you out, um, you're a little when bit larger than the children. Yeah, when we go up there, it won't be monsoon season, and you can't go deep into the cave. You can only, I think, you can go to the mouth, the first chamber, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they're opening up a visitor centre up there as well. So uh, we're potentially going to you go You too up there. can be rescued. Well, the, the, what they're saying, I, I think it's going to be quite unique what they're planning up there. Um, they're they're, yeah, so they're talking you about... take you in? No, but they're going to make like a replicas where you have to crawl through and things like that to give you a sense of the claustrophobic of it and, and where, where the boys were sort of for 11 days. And stuff, so well, longer than that. Um, but well, uh, yeah, I think yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can watch these two things. Uh, pretty. Soon. I think you'll enjoy just, Thirteen Knives. It was very good. Just uh, just for before we end, so House of Dragon that actually releases apparently on the 21st of August. It does. Uh, so it should be available soon. For Lord everybody. of the Rings is. Second of Sep, isn't it now? Second of September for Lord of the Rings. So that is in oh. just over a week's time, and then two, uh, three weeks time. One, one, one more thing. One more thing, because Gas got here, so he can't berate me and shout me down. Um, the latest Andor trailer looks kind of cool. <laughs> uh, seriously, it does look kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Well, That's again, out in September right. as well. Here's the thing, right? I will say this because, again, Gareth can't break me and shout me down. He'll just send me a million hate messages after this. Um, this one looks like they've spent some fucking money on it, right? And um, and it's not shot in America like all the other ones. It's been shot at fucking Pinewood. Um, and it's they've been working on this for a good two years. Um, they made a lot more props for this. It's been made by British filmmakers. Um, but the fucking opening trailer, the fucking Death Star flying over, it's not Death Star, the, the, the Star Destroyer, it, 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 it's giving me feels. I'll give it that. It's giving me feels. Um, I'm kind of, 
I'm a bit like Biffa with, with, with Rings of Power. I think Andor's going to be really good. And I think that a lot of people are all going, well, I didn't really like Rogue One or I didn't really care about Andor. This is not just about Andor. This is about a period in the Star Wars history that could be quite good. I, um, I liked Rogue One and <laughs> there was a lightsaber in it, but it was right at the very end with Darth Vader. So, <laughs> I don't care. No lightsaber. I will boycott. Yeah, well, we'll I, have to find out, won't we? There may or may I, not be. I, I think doubt you're show going you to see one. But look, Rogue One, if you, if you liked Rogue One, don't care. No lightsaber. <laughs> Biff is going to boycott because there's no lightsabers. Yeah. No, and on that bombshell, my, he's he? just get me back for my rings of power. <laughs> yeah, I think on that bombshell we should uh, we, we should, should wrap up. Oh, yeah, because I've got to download this and turn it into a podcast. Um, right. Um, yes. Well, um, we're going to be off air for a few weeks now um, because Gareth is still stuck in Florida. Nigel's got to go and do important things. Um, yeah, Gareth's doing uh, Florida man things. I'm away at the end of August, so I don't know if you guys are back at the end of August. You can't do the end of August either, can you? No. Um, so we're going to be back in September. Um, so when all these shows start airing, we're going to be back. So Biff, as always, great to have you in the comments and great that you've sort of been uh, vocal today in it. And look, mate, I, you know, I hope you're right and I hope I'm wrong. That's what I will, will say. So on that, I will say thanks for watching, guys. Nigel, say bye-bye. Thanks for watching. We'll see you when we're back. Have a good one. Um, have a good one, Nigel. How do I end this? <laughs> I don't know. There's a button somewhere. This is something I don't have any control over. It's the go live button, also the end button. Right. Hopefully we're about we're to professional. end this. So... <laughs> we're professional, you know. I've never controlled this guy. Bye-bye. Um, nope. <laughs> That's not the... No. This is... Gareth, where's the goddamn end button for the show? This podcast is going to be going on forevermore because we can't find an end button. <laughs> I can't end it. <laughs> is it not the big button down the bottom? I don't know. I've never been given access, so I can't help. All I've got is this go live button, and I haven't got, like, uh, hang on. Nope. (laughs) I hate this guy. (laughs) I can't end it! (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, this is amazing. Um, Okay, current broadcast. Um... No. How do I end this? <laughs> do I hit leave studio? Will that end it? If this doesn't, I'll be back in a sec. No. Well, yeah, you hit leave and that has left me to everybody. Hello. Uh, so, Keith's left and I'm in as a guest. So, I'm unable to... And he's back. Don't there he is. End stream. Okay. You Here we go. It. Thanks for watching, guys. Wow. <laughs> the, the, oh, yeah, yeah. See, before we go. go live, right? Melon, Gareth, Melon is still buggy as shit. And I'm on Chrome today. I'm not even on the same browser. Anyway, bye. Well, I hope you've liked this at the end. <laughs>